Hey, what's up? This is your queen, Kat Jones. Today is April 28th, 2020. Billie Jean is totally our love on Queer All Year. Hey, what's up? I don't think that intro worked again, but again, I don't care. I am joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and co-host, Mickey G. What up? I'm here to steal the show today in a little segment called This is a Little Fact. So <laughs> we were talking about... <laughs> a little segment called This is a Little Segment. Um, so we were talking about, um, obviously, Michael Jackson there. So I wanted to talk about Beat It. In the middle of the guitar, or right before the guitar solo by Eddie Van Halen, there's this uh, knocking that you can barely hear faintly. And that was... Um, Someone like had knocked on the door and uh, of the recording studio and interrupted it, and um, but they didn't keep that take. They they did another one with him hitting his guitar so that uh, they could get that sound again because they thought it was cool. I That's that. have song trivia. Um, oh, yeah? No one liked Smooth Criminal <laughs> until Alien Ant Farm redid it. And now people really? think it's this this beloved anthem of his, but no one liked it until Alien Ant Farm redid it. Wow. Yeah, that's really interesting. I always thought they were just making a stupid price grab or money grab there. For what? But they took oh. a. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they, they thought. A, I'm sure um, they were. They thought they were. You know, they were like, "Well, we'll just take this because no one uses it or whatever." But um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's cool to retake a B-side. And I'm just you know. going to say Alien Ant Farms is better. Well, Sorry. it's way too fast. They could have lowered the tempo a little bit. It was very... And it wouldn't have sound so... It was a product of its time in terms of music, which means it was Cat, you said nothing is a product of its time. Pop is a product of its time because pop is pop at all times. Or time is a product of pop. What do you think they're going to call what we call pop today? Like the Beatles used to be pop. Are the Beatles pop? Right. Yeah. They're not like rock? In the same way that hair metal is still pop. In but the way it's that hair metal. Grunge rock is still pop. Like what do we have today? We <laughs> it's, have pop. It's such a like, uh, yeah. We have like pop, pop hip hop, to... rap. Pop refers to anything that's not like. Super loud, super boring, or but you have I don't know. It's just things that like pop music is something that anyone can listen to, and it won't offend unless you're. It's like it's like how Bo Burnham says, um, "You have to know the chorus by the end of the song." So repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff. You know, everybody go listen to Bo Burnham. That's a big part of it. I love Bo Burnham, but yes, but so there's like pop country and there's like i don't know what music is out there hey everyone tell us what music's out there i i'm sure mcgee knows i'm old i I don't know what the question really is well i mean like what what are we gonna call it like there's college rock right uh grunge oh you're asking what we're gonna call today's pop yeah because i assume like everything was pop uh, at one point you know Right. Um, I don't think I can say it on your show. We're trying to stay clean here. Well, I mean, you can, like, <laughs> edit a part out, a, maybe, a I guess. Big pile of steaming 
what's it? Steam and what's it? I don't know. I mean, um, no, there's there's some good stuff to come out of the genre. There's good stuff, uh, and you're the, just uh, you're not gonna find it on the radio, which is the problem. No, that's not a problem. I don't listen to a radio. I don't listen to anything. The only time in the past two years I've learned that new songs exist is because my kids have come up to me and asked me to play some a song during our dance party. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what that song is. And that's how I found out about these two pop songs. The uh, Old Town Road. Well, I guess just one of them. Yeah, that one. Old Town Road and The Get Up. Oh, yeah. The Get Up is kind of fun to do. Yeah, such a great, great... That's definitely going to be enduring. Probably have a genre of its own. Oh, I learned... Uh, also, Senorita. <laughs> they like Senorita for some reason. And I, I only play the Kids Bob version of that. Because, oh dear. That is not a non-Kids Bob. I don't know thing. what artists right now would actually call themselves pop. Like, would you say, like, I don't know, would would Lady Gaga call herself pop? Would, is that, you know. I think she does. I mean, true. I don't know. Would, I feel like people think Mariah some, Carey consider herself pop? I feel like, like people think they're subversive. Um, Mariah Carey, uh, Mariah Carey, um, ascends categorization. Mariah Carey okay. is Mariah Carey. She's like a Whitney Houston. They are not categ- so categorizable. You should seriously. So that be... has to be available in pop music, then. You should seriously yeah. be taking a video of this because I look like I just fell out of a dumpster. <laughs> it does look kind of crazy. I don't She's taking look an like a podcast N-word. host. I look like you just <laughs> grabbed me out of a dumpster, put some unicorn ears on me, and told me to talk about Beyonce or something. I don't even remember what I was talking about. I wonder if, like, okay, to me it doesn't actually look that bad, but the way she's describing it, like, if someone probably hadn't ever seen her, this might be. I mean, I <laughs> feel like this the, is like. You might walk on the other side of the sidewalk. This is like, I could, I could pretend that this is like, oh, I like to do really stupid things with my hair and look crazy and whatever. No, but, like, this is an accident. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, look, I do look like I just got dragged out of a dumpster. I feel like I've been driving. I didn't sleep last night. Um, (laughs) Partying too hard. So Michael Jackson said that Billie Jean is not his love and that the kid is not his son. But then it turned out that the kid is his son. Uh, So that's... Wait, what? You didn't know that? Billie Jean is a true story. Oh, this this Billie Jean? No, not this Billie Jean. No, I'm just saying. Billie Jean. I I started with Billie Jean is our love. But okay. He says right. Billy Jean is not. No, my I love. didn't know that Billy Jean was really his son. Billy Jean crazy. was the girl that he slept with, and he got a son. Er, the, I don't know. Who, okay. I can't remember the son's name. It wasn't Blanket, thank God. Um, I don't think he's changed his name. We're talking about Billy Jean King, who is like the badass boss bitch of all badass boss bitches. Yeah, tell me about. Tell me about that. Yeah. So Billy Jean King. Um, McGee, you've watched, you know, those documentaries I was watching, the docu-series, it was like the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, you know? Those oh, things. and it's on Netflix? Yeah. 
So I was Yeah, I, I watched like parts of it. And yeah. I kind of skipped through the pop culture. She isn't well, this isn't pop culture, this is the sports. She's in um, um she, would she be in the eighties or the seventies for this one? Let me think. Um Could have been all three. <laughs> I mean she could be in all of it, but her oh, big well, thing was Yeah. Let me find it. I think it was the seventies. I'm sorry. Where's my date? Where's my date? Where's my date? Yeah, seventies. In eighteen seven. Yeah, in eighty seven is when she got in the Hall of Fame. So it had to be a while before that. Yeah, I did not you write. Got to wait so many years to be eligible or whatever. For some reason, I did not write down what day the Battle of the Sexes was, which is stupid because I feel like. Oh, that was a literal thing that happened. Well, yeah, Intense. it was a uh, you know the the. What do you call it? The battle, you know, the battle of the sexes. Was it I mean, the I top... guess maybe I'm the only person who knows about this. Is the two number one players? It's like you got the number one. Honestly, I don't think male athlete. I don't think he's a number one male athlete. His name was um, oh. Riggs. What what the heck was his first name? I didn't mean to go into it this early. Sorry. Did did Serena? Um... Is she done? Did she retire? I think. Or did she say she's keeping going? I think one of them retired. I'm I'm not sure. I think I don't know. I was supposed to teach a a, um, a segment on them, and the class was so bored out of their mind that we did Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah. They weren't. Yeah, it was bonkers. The Serena Williams or Venus? They were not interested in tennis. Nope. Oh well. Okay. Okay. So Billie Jean King was a total badass. She was the number one tennis player in the world. Uh, she won 39 Grand Slam titles, wow. the singles title at the WTA Tour t- Championships. She represented the U.S. at the Federation Cup and Whiteman Cup multiple times. I'm sure someone can tell me what those things mean, and I am sure they are very prestigious. Um, yeah, she's the totally. she was the first tennis player and the first female athlete to be Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year in 1972. So that's bonkers. Hey, so she broke the Sports Illustrated barrier before men. Yeah, she 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 blew stuff up. She like took the Go glass tennis. ceiling and like just turned it into sand. She ground the gl- yeah. glass ceiling into sand. She's two floors above that glass ceiling. Yeah, she took she took the Wonka elevator and just yeah. burst through it. Every time every time I hear someone say they broke the the glass roof, I just see the Wonka Vader. <laughs> uh, so she was inducted. I'm going to now forever. She was inducted in the International Tennis Hall of Fame in 1987. She was inducted into the Chicago Gay and Lesbian Hall of Fame in 1999. She was inducted into the California Hall of Fame by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, She was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by Barack Obama for advocating for the rights of women and the queer community. And she won like 8 million other honors and awards that, I mean, it's just too much. um, It's just too... We'd be here... For four episodes um but so the coolest thing in my opinion that she ever did was the way she just abjectly humiliated bobby riggs in the battle of the sexist tennis tennis match and uh 
like I said, I've been watching those docuseries, and I guess it was the 70s, and just watching her do it was so good. Because Bobby Riggs is, I don't know if he is or, or was, I don't know if he's alive, I don't care. Um, he had this thing where he claimed that um, female tennis was at such a low level that even the best female tennis players couldn't come remotely close to beating like not even the best male tennis player. So he put himself up, you know, he's he's 55 years old. I don't, I don't know what that means for tennis. Is that old for tennis? Who knows? I that's pretty old for football, but I don't think you get hit in the head as much with tennis, so I don't know. Uh so he's saying even at 55 years old, he could beat the best female tennis player in the world because she was going to be so inferior to him. Um, she was requested to challenge him multiple times, but she declined because it was a spectacle, you know, like, blah, blah. So instead, Margaret Court what? challenged him and lost quite embarrassingly. Oh. It was, um... So, well, what do you think? Do you think she would have won? Margaret Court? Yeah. I mean... No, no, not no. Margaret Court. Um, but we're, uh, we're going to get there. But, oh. You're jumping ahead well, of the story. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying she avoided it altogether. She avoided it, and so Margaret Court challenged him, and she lost. And I mean, like, it, that wasn't the end of the challenge. He just kind of kept it open. Hmm. Um, so at that point, she knew that she had to take him down because he was ah, a cocky doofus who only grew more insufferable after this win. So they agreed to do it, and this freaking queen entered the arena in the style of Cleopatra on a feather-adorned litter carried by four muscly men dressed as ancient slaves with no tops on, of course. No, this is Billy. Oh, yeah. what? Billy came in like this. She came in as a queen. Okay, maybe I'm... Oh, I thought that was him. Oh, no, he comes in a... Sexist remarks at her. No, he comes in... Nah. He, oh um, my God. Yeah. Okay, now it's a whole different thing. Yeah, no. Okay. And then so, yeah, so then he comes in being pulled in a rickshaw drawn by a bunch of supermodels. So <laughs> it's cultural appropriation and objectification on both ends. It's all good. Um, it sounds like some good uh, athletic sports talk or uh, smash talk. I don't know why you'd want to come in in a rickshaw. Like, a rick anyone can get a rickshaw you just go to chinatown and say hey i want to take this rickshaw you human maybe person. rickshaws has some relationship to women yeah well yeah he's he's like making women his serve servants but i mean she was making these muscly men her slaves you know she dressed them like slaves i don't know it was a it was the 80s and it was weird and she was cleopatra yeah, that's so, true they were probably both on coke so before the games um this is so like countries being diplomatic with each other you know like meeting at the same time before a battle or something i don't know so both players presented each other with gifts before the match and so riggs gave billy king a giant sugar daddy lollipop because he's as original as all get out and he's a sexist misogynist piece of I'll get out. 
Uh, Queen Billy... He likes to taunt. Queen Billy then presented him with a squealing baby piglet, which apparently (laughs) was a symbol of male chauvinism. It was a lie. And I... Yeah. And I feel like this should have earned her 10 points going into the game. Oh, man. It goes by 15, but um, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I feel like you do that. That's a power... Everything she did was a power move. I love it. Um... Yeah, so um, I'm going to call Riggs Piglet from now on because um, he's a mm-hmm. he's squealing okay. piglet, so whatever. Uh, so Piglet spent a good deal of the beginning of the first match just kind of playing around, trying for comedic effect because women suck. Uh, and then um, Billy was actually kind of behind um, in the first match. I think she wasn't taking it as seriously as she realized later that she needed to be. Um, so then after the first, like, half i don't know how how do they you played tennis yep how do they have a couple games and a match what um okay so a game is uh you know you get 40 points um so all right so you get you get your score you have one game and if you win the um the majority of the games in that match, you win the match. And then if you win the majority of matches in the set, you win the set, which is the game or the, the, the ending. Do the games have like half times? No. Well, because what do you do every game you switch sides. Oh, okay. Or every because it was saying sides. that in this, in the second half or the second part or something, she like upped her game. Like she realized that she couldn't, um keep playing the way she was and she like upped her game because she was losing in the first it's been a long time since high school tennis well Um, all i know is she was losing and then like she had a comeback during the second part i don't know what unless she was was, uh she not only did she beat him she hustled him what do you mean like she uh she pretended to be losing she didn't pretend she was losing. Like she wasn't taking it. It wasn't that she wasn't taking it as seriously. It's that like I don't think she. She was trying to play. Not pretty, but play like, the way it's supposed to be played. You know, I guess kind of like. Huh. It and and a lot of critics said afterward that it just it looked bad. Like she won, but it looked bad. So she had a um huge comeback at the the second half or whatever of the <clears throat> of the game and uh she just kept it the whole time and um she just like destroyed just continued to destroy him and she won $100,000 for it which is $567,000 today and she got the piglet to shut the hell up um and Piglet sucked so hard that there was, like, rampant speculation that he threw the match. Uh, apparently, people people spread rumors that the mob rigged the match. Get it? Rigged? Rigs? Uh, because Piglet was it, um, incredibly in debt to the mob, supposedly. The theory is that he bet massive amounts of money against himself. But... Piglet's son, however, says that his dad was incredibly depressed about the loss for a long time and repeatedly asked for rematches. 
And so I kind of feel a little sorry for him in that respect. Like that's <laughs> that stinks. Um huh. but that's that's your problem, dude. Like don't call us out. Most people called it a publicity stunt and uh publicity stunts are not always bad things, you know? They kind of suck sometimes, but they get publicity. That's the point. It was already a publicity stunt before she won. Yeah. I mean, like, um, I just don't even... I, I think that the thing is, like, the publicity stunt is a female playing against a male and then winning or whatever. It's like, it's just a publicity stunt. But it's really actually like she and all woke females and decent humans at the time uh, like knew that it was just so incredibly important when it came to gender equality in sports and for the future. Uh, she yeah, says so you grab on to it and go with it. Yeah. She says, I thought it would set us back 50 years if I didn't win that match. It would ruin the women's tour and affect all women's self-esteem. So that that was on her. Like she was thinking that um, in the games. Like that was Maybe on that's her. That's why that she... first match went, didn't go so well. Y- yeah, and she just kind of got over. Well, she, I think it. I think she was thinking it the whole time. And at first, it was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. But then she was like, oh, okay, oh my god. So then he just she just like destroyed him. So then in 1965, Billie Jean married Larry King. No. Not that Larry King. And no, not that Larry King either. He was the founder of the World Team Tennis. In 1968, she realized that she was attracted to women and later in 1971 began a relationship with her secretary, Marilyn Barnett. On April 28th, 1981, Marilyn filed a a palimony lawsuit which publicly outed Billy. Stop outing people. I think we got something wrong. We said that that match was in the 80s. Wasn't it in the 70s? When did I say it was in the 80s? Just when I was talking offhandedly. The rest of the time you said Yeah, I'm looking at my notes. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. It was just when I um, said that they were probably both on Coke. Oh, well, I mean, like, did Coke not exist in the 70s? What were they doing in the 70s? Probably Coke, but... Um, but not crack? I don't Correct. I don't know. Some people surely were. Uh, that's not the point. I was just I was just saying for listeners that I had thrown him a curveball. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about crack. I, I need to go rewatch something about Griselda Blanco. No, I don't. Um, I'm in love with the cocoa. Cool. So then on, yeah, so then she got outed because Marilyn filed a palimony lawsuit, which was really interesting for me to see. I was like, well, you got to be married for that. Um, It did, however, make Billy the first famous professional female to come out of the closet. Uh, Unwillingly, of course. Stop taking people out of the closet. Marilyn said that she was entitled to some of Billy's assets when they broke up because they'd been together seven years. Billy had remained married to Larry the entire time. 
Um, but Marilyn cited a doctrine in California created by Lee Marvin and Michelle Triola, who was an actress he lived with for several years. And if you don't know who Lee Marvin is, then I can't help you. I'm sorry. According to that, um, a woman was entitled to a share in any property acquired jointly while living together out of wedlock. Um, Marilyn had uh, multiple objectives when she was trying to do this. She wanted to receive the palimony, but she also wanted to create precedent for this doctrine to apply to lesbian couples as well as heterosexual couples. Um, I feel like that was probably tagged on later, but that's just me. Um, Marilyn wanted Billy's Malibu beach house and half of Billy's income for the entire time they were together. So seven years. That's insanity and uh, I'm, I'm not going to talk about my opinions on alimony whatever uh billy denied that she was a lesbian but acknowledged the affair and due to that within 24 hours she lost every single one of her endorsements estimated to be around two million dollars marilyn lost the what case a jerk yeah well welcome to the what is it is this the 80s this is the 70s? Probably, yeah, by now it's 80. This is 81. That's what, yeah. It's, it was either 81 or 71, and I, it's 81. Welcome to the 80s. Um, yeah, so she lost all of her endorsements. Uh, she, uh, Marilyn lost the case and an appeal, but the loss of endorsements really crippled Billy and forced her to postpone her retirement from tennis because she needed to keep playing so she could make money. Uh, especially now that she didn't have sponsors and to add the most disgusting, horrible, sleazy, disgusting, misogynistic, gross injury to insult her husband, Larry King, again, not that Larry King publicly revealed without consulting Billy or even giving her any warning that she'd had an abortion in 1971. <sighs> Why? Don't know. What? He's an asshole, I guess. And I'm saying that because I'm allowed to... You can say it on TV, so I can say it. Um, whatever. She kicked him to the curb. But, I mean, a little while later. Uh, so, her sexual identity is really unique. She was totally in love with Larry when they were together. She, um, she admitted to the affair with Marilyn, but denied being a lesbian at the time. And now she's divorced from Larry King. Um, not that Larry King. And with her partner, of, and she's with her partner of 38 years, uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this right, Ilana, Ilana Koss. Uh, she says her attraction to men is more physical and uh, feelings about women are more emotional. She currently considers herself to be a lesbian because she's been with Ilana so long, but she also says that she thinks sexuality can be fluid. When it comes to people calling her bisexual, she doesn't really agree and see this is why I don't want to put labels on long deceased people because yeah, or anyone that hasn't given themselves a label. Yeah, exactly. Purpose. Like if they're alive and I can contact them and I can be like, hey, I'm gonna talk about you on my podcast. Um, how should I, like, what are your pronouns? Especially like on the internet, though, I can Google and I can find anyone's pronouns if they're alive in the past ten years. But whatever. So here's a here's a quote from her. She says, um. I prefer looking at men's bodies, though, she confides. I think women, it's more of an emotional thing. It's physical, but it's different. Whereas men's bodies, I love broad shoulders. I love that look. So I don't know. 
I'm not sure. I'm a little screwed up, but it's all right. At least I'm open to everybody. I like it. I like the Wonderful. whole, I'm a little screwed up, but it's all right. So she's, uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna make a, when I get this website done, I'm gonna make like a wall of our heroes, favorite people, queeros. Nope. Not doing that. You wanna jump in, McGee? <laughs> yeah, might as well. Oh, hey, before McGee if- does his thing, I keep forgetting to remind you all, we have a magical unicorn who likes to give us advice every day. And uh, she would like to give you advice, and she also doesn't like to do it before the social media. So stay tuned after the social media to hear what the unicorn has to say to you. Bait applied. So, if you'd like to like us, we would like you a lot. Come check us out at facebook.com slash queerallyear. You can also hit up our group where we talk about uh, more in-depth discussions. It's called the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. If you want bonus content, well, actually, before that, you can check us out on Twitter or Instagram as Queer All Year Pod. But for bonus material, you can get... um... Anyway, go to (laughs) patreon.com slash queer all year. We're very tired. It's 3 a.m. Yeah, it's... I didn't uh, sleep last night. We have bonus episodes, things of that nature. And, um... Yeah, go out and tell people that you like us because we're pretty awesome and we work real hard for you and for us and for the world. And we really like working real hard for you and for us and for the world. And we want to work hard for your friends, too. We, we do work hard for your friends, so it's kind of rude that they're not listening to us. So go out there and tell them to listen to us. And you <laughs> and your friends can give us a five-star r- rating and review wherever you listen. And we will love you forever. And uh, if you could leave a review, if I mean, if you have nothing to say about us, that A, that's sad, and uh, B, that's okay. But we would really prefer a review. And... I find that Spotify might be a bigger place to start rating. Uh, so rate both places if you listen both places because something crazy is happening with Spotify. And I'm not sure what. So that is today's story about Billie Jean, who is my love. Um, she's not just a girl. She's a freaking awesome tennis player. And she's probably in quarantine like the rest of us. I'm not sure what day it is of quarantine. You might not know. You might know. I hope you're happy. I hope you're safe. And just remember that you are exactly where the universe wants you to be. 